partnership between News Source One Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light, your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash. The Public News Service Snow Newscast, October the 14th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. With a few weeks left before the midterm elections, a flurry of legal wrangling continues in Wisconsin over such matters as absentee ballots. Republican leaders have tried, and in some cases succeeded, to limit certain facets of processing absentee ballots. It follows a summer in which Wisconsin captured more national attention over fallout from the 2020 presidential election. Matt Rothschild of the Wisconsin Democracy Campaign says the most important thing to remember is voting in the Badger State remains safe and secure. Don't let that smoke and fog get in your eyes and keep your eyes clear that voting is your right and your freedom here in our democracy that shouldn't be messed with. The tension over how to oversee voting has been visible within the Wisconsin Elections Commission, which is evenly split among Democrats and Republicans. Despite the friction, Rothschild says the panel still plays a key role in maintaining free and fair elections. I'm Mike Moen. And as the November 8th midterm election fast approaches, there has been an urgent push for more voter education and candidate engagement in Arkansas. We get more from our Daniel Smith. AARP Arkansas is one group that has expanded its outreach efforts online through social media and in person to let Arkansans know how, when, and where to cast their ballots. AARP Arkansas State Director Ashley McBride says the goal is to ensure voters are well informed about the candidates and the issues that matter to the people over age 50 before Election Day. She adds an upcoming debate series on PBS stations from October October 17th to the 21st should help. AARP does not comment on the candidates' answers. Uh, however, we do ask that they discuss their positions on issues like Social Security, Medicare, health care, uh, utilities. Early in-person voting and voting by absentee ballot kick off on October 24th. Absentee ballot by mail must be received by November 1st and November 7th is the final day for early in-person voting. In the last election, just 56 percent of the registered voters in Arkansas cast a ballot. Now from NBC News, the House Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol voted unanimously Thursday to subpoena former President Donald Trump. NBC reports the panel's chair, Representative Betty Thompson of Mississippi, said the committee had an obligation to hear from Trump. This is a question about accountability to the American people. He must be accountable. He is required to answer for his actions. The resolution to subpoena Trump passed with the support of all members, 9-0. to zero. This is PNS. Utilities in the Kentucky Commonwealth are delaying actions that could help put the brakes on climate change and ease the burden of rising fuel costs on ratepayers. That's according to a Sierra Club report. East Kentucky Power Cooperative has received a failing grade in the report, which compares the actions the company takes to boost its renewable energy use to its publicly stated goals. Sierra Club Kentucky Chapter Volunteer Lane Boldman says customers aren't waiting on companies to take action, noting the mayor of Louisville recently signed an executive order for the city to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. 
They also just finished a Solarize campaign to put solar panels on homes and businesses in Louisville that had twice the average number of contracts, more than 1,300 people signed up for it. Noting the mayor of Louisville recently signed an executive order for the city to reach net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. And there's a nonprofit program helping older adults in Utah and other states to develop new skills and polish their resumes to find work. After a lifetime of working, most people retire expecting to live a comfortable life, but circumstances can change, and people in their later years may find they need a job. Even with years of experience, re-entering the job market can be a daunting task. Gina Jones, a senior employment specialist with the Easter Seals Goodwill Senior Community Services Employment Program, says seniors often underestimate their value to a potential employer. I promote the participants' experiences, what they have done and what they want to do. An employer is always open to hearing about these experiences, but what they do with that is up to them. The federally funded program provides employment services for low-income adults over age 55. People are paid during their training, and when hired, the program subsidizes their earnings for the first month on the job. I'm Mark Richardson. Finally, a new three-part documentary film series examines the intersection of sports and identity within a community. Outlier looks at what it means to be a Latina woman and a backcountry snowboarder. Danielle Reyes-Acosta, the film's executive producer and co-director, says the inspiration for the series was looking at how she, as a Latina, fit into the predominantly white mountain areas she calls home. Skiing since she was a child, Reyes-Acosta went into marketing, but after some personal tragedies, decided to become a backcountry skier. She describes one possible misconception about the film. I challenge anyone that says a storytelling piece can't also have adrenaline in it to watch it and vice versa you think that adrenaline pieces can't also have plot lines and character development that leans into the core essence of our humanity this is mike clifford thank you for ending your week with public news service member and listener supported heard on interesting radio stations your favorite podcast platform find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org happy friday and welcome to roaring light it is friday october 14th our Christian independent artist spotlight is Jim Worthing. Jim is a gospel artist and has been singing gospel for years. He has been a regular artist on our station and its predecessor, St. Joseph Valley Gospel Radio, plus has been a longtime performer at the Marshall County Blueberry Festival. Before we get to some tracks of his, we need to discuss the cold and frosty weather. Friday mostly sunny, with a high near 58. South wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 20 miles per hour in the afternoon. Winds could gust as high as 30 miles per hour. Friday night a 50% chance of showers, mainly before 5 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 37. South wind 10 to 15 miles per hour becoming west after midnight. Winds could gust as high as 25 miles per hour. Saturday mostly sunny, with a high near 52. West wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Saturday night partly cloudy, with a low around 38. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunday mostly sunny, with a high near 56. Sunday night a 40% chance of showers. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 36. Monday showers likely, mainly after 2 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 43. Chance of precipitation is 60%. And now, let's turn over our Friday Spotlight music to Jim Worthing.
Over in the glory land And I long to be 
the mighty host now stand Just over in the glory land What a joyful thought that my Lord I'll see Just over in the glory land And with kindred saints there forever be Just over in the glory land Just over in the glory Shoot! 
looking for a very warm and friendly church to attend. Come to Elkhart Bethel UMC at Michigan and Simonton Streets. Sunday hymns worship is at 9 a.m. followed by Cookie Fellowship and Sunday School. The Elkhart Salvation Army will begin Christmas assistance for the year 2022 in a few short weeks. Here is the need to know about that. All applicants will need to be done online. The applications will open October 21st through November 4th. And these are for those households with children under 14. Applications will not be accepted after November 4th. Watch your emails for updates and reminders regarding applications pickup date and time. Qualified families may be chosen for adoption once per lifetime. Each household not chosen for adoption will receive a toy for the voucher, a red room basket, in a grocery gift card. The Salvation Army and Toys for Tots require a current photo ID for pickup. You can apply at www.saangeltree.org. Some of the required documents that you will need to upload will be a current government issued photo ID for anyone over 14 in the household, proof of address that was mailed in the last 30 days, proof of all income and a birth certificate for children ages 14 and under. If you need any assistance upon documents or applications, you can contact Elkhart Salvation Army at 574-970-0088. Take care. Are you looking for ways you can help out this Christmas? Well, you can join Elkhart Salvation Army in the 2022 Red Ribbon Basket Campaign. For more information, you can call 574-970-0088. You can send a basket out at 300 North Main Street from 8.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. and also from 1 to 3 p.m. The baskets will be dropped off and returned on December 12th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the National Guard Armory located at 2313 Oakland Avenue. Here are some of the baskets, some of the stuff they would like to have in the baskets. Laundry detergent, toilet paper, shampoo and conditioner, feminine hygiene products, first aid products such as band-aids, neesporin, ibuprofen, chlorine bleach, dish soap, paper towels, toothbrush, and toothpaste, bath, soap, de deodorant, vinegar, and bathroom cleaner. And also, be on the lookout to register to ring for the bell ringing season. Take care and have a wonderful day. Did you know that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month? If you know anybody that needs help, you can direct them to the women's shelter to get out of a domestic violence situation or how the cops called. Also, if you are a survivor or if you know someone who is in a domestic violence situation, you can check out Rachel Kleckner's podcast, The Story of Somebody, and she will be able to connect you with some individuals that are going through domestic violence or have gone through this. She's also a domestic survivor. And so 
if you know of anybody or you would like your your story to be known, grab a hold of Rachel Kluckner and she'll be happy to assist you. Take care and have a wonderful day. Today's finding your encouragement is about love. Today, live out love. Love for others, love for yourselves, love for our stories, our past, love for the moments. Love is full of grace, of kindness, of hope, of boundaries, of giving, of opportunity, and of connection. Love builds up, doesn't tear down. Love listens, love doesn't jump to conclusions. Love shows up, doesn't avoid. Love is a beautiful gift. Live love today by Rachel. This soldier's life is dawning And I may not be the fighter we once knew Yet I can hear the fire of your calling And I'll serve you, Lord, until my journey Swords already drawn Oh, my body now is battle-scarred My soul still rages on Lead me on, dear Lord Lead me on Every day My sword's already drawn
Life is like a mountain railroad With an angel near that spring You must make the run successful From the cradle to the grave Watch the curves that fills the tunnels Never falter, never quail Keep your hand upon the throttle And your eye upon the rail This is Savior that will guide us Till we reach that blissful shore Where the angels wait to join us And I praise forevermore As you roll across the trestle Spanning Jordan, swelling tide You behold the Union Depot Into which your train will glide There you'll meet the superintendent God the Father, God the Son with a heart of joyous plotted, we repair when we'll come home. This is Savior that will guide us till we reach that blissful shore where the angels wait to join us in thy praise forevermore. This train is bound for glory, this train. This train is bound for glory, this train This train is bound for glory If you wanna ride, you got to be holy This train is bound for glory, this train This train is a clean train, this train This train is a clean train, this train Yeah, this train is a clean train Everybody riding in Jesus' name This train is a clean train, this train this train is a holy train, this train This train is a holy train, this train This train is a holy train If you wanna ride to God, to be the same This train is a holy train, this train This train is bound for glory, this train This train is bound for glory, this train yeah, this train is bound for glory If you wanna ride, you got to be holy This train is bound for glory This train This train is bound for glory This train This train This train is bound for glory If you wanna ride, you got to be holy This train is bound for glory This train Somebody's brother Oh, who then will dare 
Good morning. I'm Pastor Joel of Heart City Church. Welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. Flannery O'Connor wrote a short story called A Temple of the Holy Ghost where two 14-year-old girls visit their younger adolescent cousin and introduce her to their more sophisticated adult interests. They mock a nun named Sister Perpetua who gave this formula to ward off the advances of young men. If they ever found themselves in a compromising situation, they simply need to shout, Stop, sir. I am a temple of the Holy Ghost. The older cousins laugh uncontrollably at this, but it has the opposite effect on the younger girl. She is moved deeply that she could receive such a wonderful gift. Yesterday we talked about how Jesus left us bodily, but at the same time his heart could remain with us. How can this be? The gift of the Holy Spirit. We find this in John 16, where Jesus has just dropped a bomb on his disciples, saying he's going away and they cannot follow. Jesus says, 
Now the time has come for me to go away to the one who sent me. None of you asked me, where are you going? That is because you're so distressed at what I've told you. Yet I am telling you the simple truth when I assure you that it is a good thing for you that I should go away. For if I did not go away, the divine helper would not come to you. But if I go, then I will send him to you. Now it would be hard to believe that life could be better without Jesus' daily presence. But Jesus assures them it is a good thing he goes away so that he can send the divine helper. Having the Holy Spirit is better than having Jesus' earthly presence. How can this be? Well, the first thing we need to understand is that the Holy Spirit is a person, no less than Jesus. Of course, it's easier to conceive of Jesus as a person because we can envision him in the manger or riding the colt into Jerusalem or dying on the cross. But the scripture teaches the Holy Spirit feels, thinks, can give and receive love. He is a person. Secondly, the Holy Spirit is intimately connected to Jesus. Remember how the Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove in his baptism. Paul will talk about how the Spirit is the Lord and the Lord is the Spirit, showing they are both distinct and unified. He is the Spirit of Christ. And this rare Greek, Greek word translated helper, Jesus uses here in John is paraclete. It is also used to describe Jesus in John, 1 John 2. The Spirit is the other paraclete. So by sending the Spirit, we do not lose Jesus. Rather, the Spirit takes hold of us, both lifting our hearts up to taste the joys of heaven where Jesus is, while making the experience of Christ's love real in our daily life. We heard Jesus' words to us yesterday from Matthew 11. I am gentle and lowly in heart. That God Almighty would say this marvelous truth it would give us chills even without the Spirit. Dane Ortland adds, but the Spirit takes those words of Christ's and interiorizes them at the level of personal individuality. The Spirit turns the recipe into actual taste. The Spirit takes Jesus' words and promises and enables us to experience them. You can know intellectually the sun is warm. It is a whole nother thing to stand outside on a cloudless day in August and feel the rays on your skin. This is important to take in during a time where so much negativity and anxiety and sadness exist. Remember the problem the disciples are having when Jesus drops the bomb. They're distressed, filled with sorrow. The answer? Jesus says, I'm sending you the Spirit to be with you in this world. The Spirit first causes us to be born again when we hear the gospel, but the Spirit loves to empower us to live daily with consistent joy even in times of distress. This is because we have infinite reservoirs because Jesus has entered into that joy of glory for us. I read Mother Teresa's face was full of sorrow and joy as she lived among the sick and dying, and that sounds strange that her face revealed a heart of both. But this is what the arrival of the Holy Spirit means for the believer. Richard Sibbs writes, Though we have not always the joy of the Spirit, yet we have the Spirit of joy. Romans 14, 17. We simply need to let the Spirit internalize what Jesus tells us is true, that his heart beating with love may enter into our consciences as an experienced reality. So meditate on Jesus' words. And remember, there should be no miserable Christians because we've received the greatest gift God could ever give himself. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
Lord Jesus, thank you for sending the Spirit into our hearts that we may taste glory, even while our address remains this groaning world. Forgive us for the times we have grieved the Spirit by saying the promise of future glory with you is not enough. And help us to take up our cross with patience and hope, knowing the Spirit is happy to watch over us all of our days here on earth. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A homeless community donates $8 to the family of a slain officer and moves others to show similar acts of kindness. This is Truth Itself. Last month, 28-year-old Richmond police officer Sarah Burton lost her life after being shot while responding to a traffic stop. At the funeral, Richmond Police Lieutenant Donnie Benedict shared a remarkable story when a stranger walked into the police station to offer a gift of kindness and love. The gift was an old and wrinkled envelope containing eight $1 bills as a donation to Officer Burton's family, with four words written on it, people from the street. Benedict said, There have been many valuable gifts given in honor of Sarah. However, none, and I mean none, are more valuable than the gift of eight $1 bills in a dirty white envelope. The department decided to frame the gift rather than deposit it into Officer Burton's fund as a reminder of the impact the officer had on the community that she served for four years. This act of kindness and love touched the hearts of the people of Richmond, and now they're rallying behind their homeless community. Amber Colney decided to reach out on social media to find others who would help. She posted, Ask and you shall receive. We've got more donations in the last 12 hours than we have in the entire three days. It's been insane. They, the homeless, gave everything they had, and they don't even know where their next meal is coming from. She said it reminded her of the story of the widow's mite in the Bible. May God bless them all. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says we've been called to train 3,000 untrained pastors around the world who have absolutely no Bible or theology training due to the fact they can't afford it. He said so far we have less than 1,000 who are waiting for training this year. Pray that we reach this goal. At trainapastor.com, $150 trains three pastors. That's trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country. Eating late at night might be making us sick. This is breakingnewsenglish.com. Many of us know that eating late is bad. A new study says that eating late at night could make us sick. Researchers say that eating a few hours before bed means there is a higher risk of obesity. The researchers are from Brigham and Women's Hospital, which is a teaching university linked to Harvard Medical School in the USA. The research team looked into why eating late increased the risk of gaining weight. It found that eating late increases hunger by as much as two times, so we eat more. When we eat earlier, we are less hungry, so we eat less food. Later eaters also eat unhealthier food, especially fast food. Finally, late eaters move around less before sleeping. This means they do not burn off calories. The study was a small-scale one. The researchers looked at the eating habits of five women and 11 men between the ages of 25 and 59. All of the participants had a high body mass index, BMI. They were all in the overweight or obesity BMI range. All of the people were in good health. They ate breakfast regularly and exercised a little. For two weeks before each test, the participants did not drink coffee or alcohol. They also did not smoke or take any medicine or drugs. 
They all had to keep a sleep diary so researchers knew their sleeping and waking times. Researcher Professor Kelly C. Allison said, I think that what the study is telling us is that it probably really is beneficial to stop eating late into the night. This is Elsa reporting from Vancouver, Canada. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Global wildlife populations have fallen by nearly 70% in less than 50 years. That's according to the latest study by the World Wildlife Fund. Its Living Planet report has assessed 5,000 species of birds, amphibians, reptiles and fish worldwide and mapped how those populations have changed over the decades. They're now calling for immediate action to halt what they call a nature and climate crisis. Tanya Steele is the fund's chief executive. It is a severe warning that we are facing both a climate and a nature catastrophe and ultimately it's driven by human activity which has continued at pace in converting so much of the natural world whether this has been through construction but actually largely the way in which we're constructing we're changing the natural world in terms of converting land for food and for agriculture. Importantly world leaders have been missing in action despite dire warnings over repeated years and we need them to step forward and put in place an action plan before it is too late. She says there is a very, very short window for action and while conceding that the war in Ukraine and other international developments are siphoning away the attention of many world leaders, she says the evidence of the impacts of climate change themselves speak volumes about the need to give the issue immediate focus. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Proverbs 17.17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Sometimes our friends will show us love, which is agape love. You can love your friends in all sorts of ways, but there's also them friends who say they love you, but they're not your good friends. You have acquaintances, companions, friends, frenemies, all sorts of ways to describe friends. So when you're thinking a friend should love you at all times, what happens if you find out that friend is doing something behind your back? He or she is being a bully talking about you to other people, but they claim to be your friend. How can you tell your real friends from your fake friends or your frenemies? You can love your friends just like you love everyone else, but there's all sorts of love. Just like friends, friends can love you, say they love you, but they can also hurt you too. You can love by your actions. Your actions may say that you love somebody, but at the same time, they may hurt you behind your back. And a brother is born at a time of adversity. Sometimes, when there is trouble, you don't know who your real friends are. There are the ones who are there who will drop everything and run to you when you need help. They're the ones who will give you the clothes on the bag or the last monies that they owe or have. There's friends who love you for who you are. You got friends that love you for your material things. Maybe they love you because you're a good friend. Maybe 
you have a friend with benefits. Now, is that love? Or is that a different type of love? Love comes in all shapes and sizes. Do you love your friends? Do you love your frenemies? We're supposed to love everyone, which means we should be loving everybody, whether or not they do something wrong to us. But there comes a time where we need to take a check and figure out which friends love us for who we are, which friends love us for our materialistic things, and which friends love us, but every once in a while we'll go tell, talk to someone behind your back. What does love look like in friends? Proverbs 17, 17 again says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time and advocacy. This is what friends should be doing. Take care. Happy Friday. This is Keith. How are you doing out there? I want to thank Jim Worthing for this great, great gospel music that you're listening to here on the program. Please feel free to check out any of our podcasts. Our past ones this week of Roaring Light, I uh, got a chance to uh, speak to hamsters and somewhere in time at the beginning of the week. So check out about Michiana's Ham Radio Owlet and this neat uh, antique store up in Dwajak across the street from a pretty awesome mural for the orphan train. First stop on the orphan train up there in Dwajak. Uh, we have plenty of other music. We have hip-hop up on uh, one of our days for Roaring Light. So uh, check that out. And I'm putting the word out with flyers to people that I meet with telephones uh, in their hands at different places and say, hey, check this out. I do this podcast. And so does Sylvia. Uh, Sylvia has Michiana 101. You need to definitely check that out. She has a very touching tribute to her mom who passed away from cancer on Thursday's episode. And she has another one coming out tomorrow for the weekend. It's the fall. She's excited. We got a lot of things happening. So you need to check that out. Michiana 101 for yesterday and tomorrow. Please pray again for the crew of, uh, SpaceX crew number four as they come back to Earth, splash down this weekend. Pray for a safe return. And finally, check out Rachel Kleckner's personal podcast of the story of a somebody. Uh, she speaks to basically a second mom to me, Christine Stark, about her growing up, her family, uh, both adoptive family and her biological family. Uh, it is definitely a must here for you to take a listen to of, of podcast. The story of a somebody here uh, through the Anchor, Spotify, uh, and Apple uh, avenues. So make sure you're bundled up, scrape that frost off, cover up those plants one last time here in 2022. Well, let me go ahead and turn the podcast back over to our great friend Jim Worthing and wrap things up with the devotional of Miss Sylvia. What a fellowship, what a joy divine. 
safe and secure from all alarms. Lead Jesus, lead Jesus, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning.
Today's devotional is based off of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8, as well as 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. In 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love. How can you show love to others? Love is patient and is kind. Love should be patient and love should be kind. But that's not always the case. Sometimes people say, I love you for the wrong reasons. Sometimes we can show love to people even though we don't mean it. We're not supposed to get angry but we do if love is supposed to protect trust hope and perseveres then we should be able to love without being rude without being mean without hurting ourselves or others we can love ourselves but sometimes we don't love ourselves we let others walk all over us we let other people influence who we are Somebody we love can hurt us deeply, but we just walk around with all that pain and we never realize who loves us all. God loves us for who we are. His love is remarkable. It's stronger than most. We know that we need God's love. Whether you're showing love out of respect, out of kindness, or there's a love for we're saying we're showing love, but we're being mean and hopeful words. There's all sorts of love. There's love in others. You can love yourself. There's friendship love. Love can go in all sorts of ways. You can love yourself by taking care of yourself. Maybe you need to give yourself five minutes a day to just rewind. And not worry about anything else. Maybe it's finding a song that you love and blasting it. Dancing. No care in the world. So you can love yourself. But sometimes we need to take a step forward. Maybe we need to forgive somebody that has done something wrong to us. But how does forgiving somebody help us by loving ourselves? How can you forgive someone who is supposed to love you for who you are, respect you, if they had done hurtful things to you? There is a lot of ways to look at this. A lot of ways to look at love and how it goes about everyday life. You can love trees. You may say, oh, I love the trees. I love food. But that's not the love we're talking about. What type of love are we talking about? I'm going to read Corinthians 4 through 8 one more time. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. 
It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. God's love is a love that never fails. And all the other kind of love that we think of, it can fail us. Because sometimes the people we love the most are the ones who hurt us. You can love people from afar, but may not really mean love. You have to stop and think. Are you loving others for yourself? Or are you loving others for God? Heavenly Father, please be the listeners as they listen near and far, through our countries, local, wherever they're listening on. Help them to know that your love is the true love that matters and your love never fails us. We are the ones who are hurting by a loved one or maybe they need to forgive somebody. Help us take time to love ourselves and love others. Help us remember that your love never fails and your love is there through the difficult time that we're facing. Give us the strength to get through the day. Send your angels to surround everyone who need, who is hurting in some type of way today, whether it's spiritual, maybe it's mental needs, physical needs, emotional needs, maybe socially needs. You know all the needs of the world. Help them realize that you are there with them through the darkest hour, to the end of death, to the end of the till you come back for us. Sometimes we need to take a step back and realize our worth. May you encourage someone today. May you help somebody who is hurting feel that love that you surround us with. Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him Oh